enjoying this 100% pre-recorded episode of Infendo Radio, you'll absolutely love the live stream. Head on over to twitch.tv slash Infendo Radio, Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 who gives a crap time. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Infendo Radio. This is episode 588, if you can believe it. Um, we're here. We feel old as heck. We've been doing this show for, for 15, 16 years now, you know? It, it takes a toll on us. Um, I am joined by all three of my lovely co-hosts, as always. I am I am Lucas, for those of you who have never listened to this show before. Hello and welcome. Um, I am joined by Eugene, who has been here longer than any of us. Eugene, Much. what are you doing tonight? I am doing fine. It's a uh, it's a fine night to podcast, I must say. Yeah, it's Eugene uh, is from Infendo 1.0, isn't he? <laughs> no, no, no. At no, least like 3.0, like 300 and something. I think was your first episode. Yeah, at least 3.0. But yeah, I'm doing good. Um, you can find me there, Infendo.com. So yeah, go check that out. Um, I'm also joined by Justin, who was kind enough to to already make himself known. So Justin, how you doing? And where can we find you? Ah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, you can also go to thedisneyparkbench.com and read my newest blog. And I'm not sure if this is before or after the last podcast we recorded, but there's also episode two of the podcast. Um, and I am doing okay now that my dog has finally settled down. She is the reason we are late tonight. That's <laughs> yeah, usually dogs, if not babies. Yeah. Um, I'm also joined by the person who I'm joined with so often at this point I'm convinced Speaking he's a of demon babies who's haunting my every waking moment. Steve, how are you doing, my precious familiar? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you are. This is my first <laughs> time ever talking to you. <laughs> and if you think the three of us are always here with you, you have not been around the last year, my friend. I think this is maybe the third time we've pulled this off in since 2020. Yeah, honestly, we've, we've, <laughs> we've come and we've gone. Um, we just got bits, I believe. I heard the sound effect, I think. Mm. Eugene, can you confirm? Can you confirm, can you confirm without more being audibly? <laughs> there was a follow, I believe. I'm going to have to scroll back through the feed and confirm. But yeah, thank if, you for that. If I had to guess, it's from Dun Nintendo Explorer. Thank you. Well, we thank you, Duh. whoever you are. We're bad at doing live shows, but we're good at doing produced yeah. ones. Um, and we actually is... have a we have a fall. So we have a raid, I guess. I don't know how that works. Or somebody's oh. hosting our stream, I guess. So yeah, that, Fat Sack well, Fails. I, that that thank. name sounds familiar. Thank you, Fat Sack Fails. Thank you, <laughs> Fat Sack. And how you doing, buddy? Like, that does yeah. sound familiar. Long time no um, see. So anyway, uh, ex ex coworker of ours, good friend, friend of the friend of the family. Um, Hosted, we have yeah. a show for you tonight, and we have a topic for you tonight that we're going to discuss. We're going to try to get back into the habit of discussing things other than just the games we've been playing and things about video games. And um, Justin, since you were the one who actually decided on this idea, I think it will be only fitting that you tell us what our topic of discussion is for tonight. Would you do that for me, my good chap? Alright, so um, I was thinking um, over the past week or so about demos. Um, 
mostly because I played a very convincing demo of Immortals Phoenix Rising a couple of weeks ago, a game that was on my radar but I couldn't quite commit to, and uh, after playing it I decided to, you know, dump a few Nintendo points into it and, and get the full game. Um, I don't normally do that. I normally download demos, and I may or may not play the demo itself. Um, so, um, and I know there's been a lot of talk about how, you know, Nintendo doesn't release demos, and, you know, demos are, you know, less common nowadays, and, you know, companies sometimes don't like releasing demos, because then people download the demo, they play the demo, and they don't buy the game. But, on the same token, I remember, God, 20... I have no, I have no idea how many years ago. God, it, mu it was more than twenty years ago. This game came out probably almost twenty-five years ago. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh yeah, for I the know exactly original PlayStation. Um, th that was a game that never would have been on my radar. Like I'm not a sports person. I've never been a skateboarding person. But I don't know whether there's a magazine or something came with a demo of okay. Tony Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Can we talk about that for a second? Because I actually wanted to bring that up in this discussion. Um, the the PlayStation like official magazine used to have these demo discs. I only know about this yes. because I watched this YouTuber Cat Icarus, who I really like. I who have was one. like obsessed with collecting these. There were like thirty or forty of them, and they were just yeah. all of these demos of PlayStation. I had one, I, I, and one of them had a cheat code to watch a corn music video. <laughs> I, I played Twisted Metal 2, I believe, on a demo disc until, like, the demo disc didn't work anymore, basically. Yeah, PlayStation was really kind of the the um, genesis of the... Um, that's probably a confusing choice of words. The pioneer of, of the a, demo disc A master system, consoles. if you will. A um, game cube of influence. Um... Uh, right, this this introduction is going well. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I played the demo for for Tony Hawk Pro Skater and ended up getting up so such a fan of it that I bought the next four games in the franchise. Um, so I was wondering what everybody else's experience with demos are, and if you think, um, as the topic topic suggested was named, do demos sell games? So. I'll, I'll dive in. Yeah, I want, feeling... I want to hear yours first, and I'm going to counter you. I'm feeling chatty. Um, so Monster Hunter Rise is a game that Steve and I have put just a little bit of time into this week. What? And um, actually, the demo, like, I, I knew I wanted this game. I knew I was going to buy it. So it didn't influence my, my buying decision. But it did put me at ease and tell me that, yes, I was going to enjoy this game. Because this was the first game on the Switch, on, on our systems, that, that was built in the new engine, built in the, the I, th I believe, the same engine as World, actually. If not, at least built to, to similar specs compared to the old games. So a lot has changed. And um, we were both go uh, going in excited, but also nervous. And I put 15 hours into that demo. Um, I, I played a lot of that demo. So um, in that case, the demo absolutely sold me. I, I went into this game knowing I was going to love it. But um, I have picked up a lot of demos. If I see that a game has a demo, I usually download it just to try it out. Um, I did sure. that with, um, to its to its detriment, Balan Wonderworld, right? World. Yeah, yeah. I, I played the demo of that, and um, I was really excited for that game. Yuji Naka directed it. 
Um, you know, it, it had a lot of it had a Is lot that of the Sonic guy. Yeah, it's the Sonic guy, the Sonic Adventure guy specifically. So um, I was pretty excited for it, but um, it's got some pretty glaring flaws. Specifically, the ironically the movement speed. The character moves like crazy slow. Um, so that game kind of told me that that demo told me that I didn't want to buy that game. But <laughs> I respect games that put out a demo either either before or after the game releases, right? Because right. you you can lie on an eShop. You know, I've seen games that, that don't show screenshots or they show, like, promotional art as the screenshots. Um, you know, I've seen descriptions that, that fluff the game up and make it sound better. We, did, we had a whole game about that that we used to do on the show, right? Bad game descriptions. Um, <laughs> you can't really lie in a demo, you know? You can, you can show a person a good portion of the game and make them think it's just the beginning, but when you play a demo, you kind of you're experiencing what the game is going to be. So I always uh, I always tend to trust games that have demos a little bit more. I was going to say you can lie in a demo because I do remember the Force um, Unleashed demo yeah. got a lot of flack for being an early level of the game, but showcasing abilities you don't get mm. until more than halfway through it. So yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. and I get that. Um, but but. Honestly, to me, that's a little bit different because it's all still in the game. They're just mashing things together to give you an experience, maybe easy level, all the abilities kind of stuff. In fact, Monster kind, Hunter did a little bit of I was going to say, they did that in Monster Hunter Rise. You got it, access to gear that you wouldn't have had in not, that early of a Not level. only that, in Monster Hunter Rise, we're going to be talking about this during Change the System, so we won't eat it up. But in Monster Hunter Rise, I, as far as I can tell, you can only have three wire bugs at a time. In the demo, I had four at a time, so I don't know what's <laughs> up with that. But, um... Yeah, no, no. So there's there's little like things there, but no, I, I I tend to I tend to really go by a demo. A demo can be a real seller for me, but your game has to be good, right? If your game is bad, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy it. So you know, it's kind of the yeah. the final test, as it were. So, I wish all games had demos. Interestingly, though, a demo can also unsell a game for somebody. Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> right back on the the days of the 3ds, um, I wanted another game that utilized the uh, what, what was that thing called? The little nub. I don't even know the proper name. The for little, it yeah, the little, the little, the extra, little yellow extra nub. camera. Right. The one that yeah. for me yeah. was broken because oh, you got okay. the yeah. system. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. The little nub. We forget. The little nub. So I was looking for another game and I had heard that Monster Hunter used it. So I downloaded the Monster Hunter 4 demo. Had never played a Monster Hunter before this point. This is before my days at Infendo. And I downloaded it, had no idea what the hell was going on in the demo because it did, did such a crap job of explaining anything to you. Mm -hmm. Those Monster Hunter demos are built for Monster Hunter players. Dude, dude, you you reminded me. My first experience <clears throat> with Monster Hunter, my first experience was I played an arena match at my friend uh, Cody mm -hmm. and Corey's house in, on the Wii in Monster Hunter Tri. I didn't really know what I was doing. My first real experience with it was in college, um, downloading the demo for Monster Hunter Tri-Ultimate. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing either. I was completely confused. So yeah, yeah it, it took I, Mike getting me on and, and playing like 60 hours with him to even understand yeah. what the game was. So yeah, yeah I, totally I, rem I remember Which telling my wife that probably why I day. dropped off of it so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I need, remember telling my wife for that game. Yeah, I told her, I'm like, I'm never playing this game again. This is stupid. And Here then a year or two later, I meet you guys, and <laughs> my wife's like, why in the hell are you buying Monster Hunter? You said you'd never play that. Well, but now I have people that'll teach me, and it's kind of fun. He also right. said he'd never play Pokemon Sword and Shields. <laughs> <laughs> it's a liar true. is what we're saying. 
You're not wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, so just just as well as it can sell a game, it can unsell you a game just as fast. Totally. Absolutely. That's t- definitely true. Yeah, the only time that, and kind of bringing this back to Nintendo, because I can't really <clears> think <throat> of Nintendo ever releasing a demo, aside from a not really demo back on the GameCube, because I think you actually had to pre-order the game to get the Zelda Collector's Edition that had like yes. a little... Co- oh, a little, yeah, yeah. Uh, had like a what, like a five minute the demo, preview. ten minute demo of like yeah, Wind Waker. I can't remember what I was can, on it, but I still have that it was, disc. It was. I can think of two actual... others. Two other demos: um, the, the global, the global test punch, and the global splat fest. Also, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. It wasn't the, the the Wind Waker thing. It wasn't actually a demo of the game. It was like a video preview. At least the I one think I you got. might be right about that. Actually. No, yeah. the one the yeah. one that I had let you oh. play a stealth dungeon. It let you play a regular dungeon, and I can't remember what the third mission was. Oh, it was Sailor. I, bel- I think, d- didn't that come with, I think that came with Mario Kart Double Dash, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, so, yeah, I think you're right about that. I think it was like, a, was it a pre-order bonus, or was something like that? Well, I, mine I have, was, I have mine a was, demo disc from that came with Double Dash, and I have the Collector's up. Edition my, disc that came with Winter. That was the one the I one, played the with one, the yeah. Collector's. The one I'm talking about was um, it was with Master Quest on the GameCube, when you got yeah, the that, wow. Master Quest. But um, you reminded me, my friends, again, Cody and Corey, um, they had a demo disc that I don't know where they got it, but it was for the GameCube, and it had a bunch of like Sega games on it. And I remember the two that we always played was it had like the first le- level of Beautiful Joe. Always wanted that game, never got it, but it had Beautiful Joe, and it had Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. And uh-huh. um, I remember playing the demo for that and being like, I gotta get this game, you know? So oh, yeah. Okay, so the collectors, it's the same one that I'm thinking of. Uh, Steve, the one that the, came with Zelda One, Zelda Two, and it the came two with Zelda One, Zelda Two, Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. um, Majora's Mask, and a 20 minute playable demo of Wind Waker, which includes scenarios for de- Dungeon, Stealth, and Island. Good That's memory, cool. Steve. I was so close. Was, two out of three. So it probably <laughs> had the first dungeon, the the Forsaken Fortress. I, I think yeah, so. Yeah, it, was, they so it was Forsaken Fortress. And, like, and then the dungeon was the it's it's uh, Dragon Roost that one. Oh. I still have that disc somewhere. I might have to pull it out one of these days and confirm. I I know exactly <laughs> where mine is. So uh, I remember how I got it actually. Now that I th- so uh, it was by getting a subscription too. to Nintendo Power, or it came bundled with new game cubes uh, uh, for a while. Yes. yes, mine, w- mine was right. the Costco bundle. That's how I got mine. Uh-huh. Same way I got my banana yellow N64 controller. But that's or you can get it story. by registering two or more GameCubes of either, because um, remember they had the codes in them, Yeah. of Double Dash, Mario Party 5, because Mar- I, I actually remember going into like GameStop and taking the codes, so I got oh, <laughs> a couple of... Anyways, I, I can let's you. go on when back we... to demos before I get incarcerated. <laughs> well, I know we're, I know we're, um, I know we're, we're kind of tangenting a little bit here, but I really do miss like that. That I feel like it peaked for me too. In, in, in like the Nintendo yeah. DS era, mm-hmm. like GameCube DS. Oh yeah, I like... remember going to McDonald's and downloading yes. demos. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and, or, or, or like you know, like you you open your game and there's another cartridge in there, and right? It's like a demo for like Nintendogs, or you know, like right. mm-hmm. like I I, there, I miss that. Like I wish that when I bought like you know Monster Hunter Rise, I got like a little extra Switch cartridge that had data for Monster Hunter Stories too, and I could like Face Raiders, that, you know? guys, come on, oh, Face dude. Raiders, yeah. and the little AR yeah. cards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I um. In my opinion, like really, a demo is never a bad thing, you know, because it either helps you avoid a bad game or it helps you buy a good game. 
Um, and and when you're when you're too poor or too young or whatever the case may be to get all the games you want, it's a nice way to get a little extra game, you know. Like I can't I, I tell you how many say, times I played that hangar level in Tony Hawk. <laughs> I, I want to say there was some kind sure. of demo um, about. Um, oh, you know what it was? Um, I'm pretty sure Pikmin had. Am I am I remembering this backwards? Pikmin and Wario. Um, what, what was the what was the Wario game on the GameCube? Wario World. Wario World. World, yeah. Those two games were tied somehow. Either Pikmin had like a, a demo video for Wario World, or Wario World had like a demo video for Pikmin. But like those <laughs> things were all interchangeable back in the day on like the GameCube. And I remember booting up specific games and watching trailers for other right. games like yeah. coming soon. Like you'd boot up Luigi's Mansion and there'd be like a Pikmin, you know, video in it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was so cool about um, Smash. Remember, there was like videos and yes. demos at some well, point, even. Oh yeah, games. you could well, play and... thirty seconds of of Super Mario <laughs> yeah. Brothers. Well, yeah. and Smash was what got me so interested in Animal Crossing because I remember when Melee came out, um, there was like there were these trophies for Animal Crossing characters you could unlock, and it was like Untitled Japanese Nintendo Game 2001, and I was like, right. I, like it hadn't even come stateside yet, you know? So like. Yeah, no, I feel like, um, and maybe it's just like a product of our generation. Maybe we're just different than like kids nowadays. Maybe kids just want to download like a demo from the eShop. But I feel like they were really smart at like marketing back then. They've kind of lost a step there, you know? Well, look at the Prime Hunters demo. It was bundled with the original DS. Oh, yeah. yeah that didn't was cool. come out for four years. Oh, yeah. No, and then I, I bought it the different. day one because I, I remember that, that demo, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, same. same. That's the only Metroid Prime I've ever finished. Like, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that kind of wraps uh, wraps us up, and our, our, our friendly host has frozen, so <laughs> we will take a quick break and come back at the end of it with Change the System and the Question Block. So I get bored at work sometimes. When I do, I head over to twitch.tv slash radio and get caught up on last week's episode. So do I, buddy. So do I. Welcome back to Infendo Radio. Um, we, we continued our discussion in our, in our private room that we go to oh. when we take little breaks here and there. Some of us may have confessed to it stealing things. <laughs> um, but we're back and we're going to talk about the games we've been playing. Um, we're going to let Eugene and Justin go first out of the mercy in our hearts because you know Steve and I got some Monster Hunter to talk. In fact, we have so much Monster Hunter to talk about, we couldn't condense it into one episode. And we have a special Monster Hunter episode that should be coming out very, very soon. So um, go check that out when it launches. But in the meantime, um, Eugene, I guess, uh, what you been up to? Plan. Yeah, um, not Monster Hunter, that's for sure. Um, I have not Even. been playing. A, I haven't playing been playing a whole lot of games, as you can imagine. I have been playing a whole lot of Breath of the Wild, as I'm sure you've seen me pop into playing on um, in your various Monster Hunter sessions. Because I I was playing Breath of the Wild kind of late over the weekend, and then I saw Steve pop on, and I was like, Steven, my my dude. And then I saw Lucas pop on, and I was like, <laughs> Lucas, it's really late where you're at. So, yeah. like, um, but we yeah. We had these conversations at work we, about how it's had... like, I, I come in exhausted, and people <laughs> are like, oh, were you up late? And I was like, no later than usual, 4 a.m. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I, I was just... I. But we're not talking about Monster Hunter yet. We're talking about the games I've been playing. And Breath of the Wild's fun. Um, man, there's just a lot of stuff that I... I feel like I thoroughly explored that game and that world, but like I keep going back and finding new crap, you know? Like, it's can just... I, yeah, can go. I, can, I, can I break in? I know I've said this a thousand times, but I was talking to Steve about this last week, and we've kind of found something similar in Monster Hunter because of how like the exploration is set out in this game. Mm -hmm. But I'm genuinely jealous of the two of you mm -hmm. because you're able to dive into Breath of the Wild and like still be like wonderstruck by like I've, by like the, the the environment like i want that but i can't I, get I've, it dude i've on not those even rare had the occasions desire when... go, go ahead, ahead steve oh God damn it um I, <laughs> I, I i it's funny because i went months without playing breath of the wild and then i booted it up just on a whim and got hooked on it again like i don't know what it is just there's there's something about it that keeps pulling me back in which is you know why I got this other game I'll talk about later. <laughs> and it's since like, and since I stopped playing it, I've not had the desire to play it a second time. If I, I didn't was think I would, but then I did. <laughs> if I was a paranoid guy who spent the last year in complete isolation for some reason and and lost all touch with the outside world, I'd say you were playing it just to spite me because you know I don't like it. <laughs> I know that's not the case. Like you just genuinely enjoy this game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do. I really do. And I I know Justin does cuz I see him pop on to Breath of the Wild all the time also. Um but um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's so have you just, been doing anything like interesting, or just kind of like wandering aimlessly? Literally, just wandering. Sites? So I'll 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 turn on my map, and then I'll put the little you know the squiggly liney thing, the, whatever it's called, I forget, and then I'll just go somewhere where I haven't been, you know, like, and then you I'll. Might, you might be another good candidate for Immortals: Phoenix Rising, then, and I'm sure Justin's going to talk about that a little bit, but it's very similar, very similar. Mm -hmm. It amazes me how often I stumble into a place that either I've never been. Or mm -hmm. vaguely remember visiting once years ago, but never fully explored. Right. I, I do wish, and I'm sure this is Lucas's probably, you know, complaint. I wish that the reward was more than like, you know, a, a yeah. sword that's going to break or something in, in a little bit. It'd be, or, it'd be nice to stumble into like a grove and find a heart container that you didn't already yeah, have. Or, that would or be cool. Yeah. A, a special bow that you could keep forever that wouldn't, you know, that would do something different. Like a, a bow you could control the arrows or you know stuff like that that's mm -hmm. that's where a lot of my stuff comes in is that gamification part but yeah you know, totally I mean, like especially when you fight like a you know a golden enemy and it's like hard as hell because it's master mode and they keep regenerating and their buddies keep shooting you with arrows from afar like and then you end up winning like it's really rewarding to win that battle but you know the reward get, at the end is just like yeah not, you get some ore yippee ki -yay possibly unpopular opinion i think breath of the wild is better in normal mode um master mode was a fun like one-time challenge but when you want to just play the game just to like wander like you're doing which i think is how most people play it at this point either that or they post videos of them like breaking the game on youtube for kicks um <laughs> I, I just feel like i'd rather just play the game and just fight enemies normally than have to go through the extra burden of my weapons keep breaking and that gold bokoblin takes like 80 hits because he keeps healing you know it's yeah just, it's more frustrating it's not more fun more challenging so yeah yeah like now that i've gotten over the initial challenge of you know starting out and being totally overpowered i will admit like master mode does kind of have 
it's more frustrating than it is fun now. But I haven't fought Ganon yet, so maybe that'll be a whole new fun challenge. You want sure. a fun challenge? Do that Deku Tree thing. No, the... don't. Oh, I, I don't. couldn't get through it. <laughs> oh, the uh, I tried the where you have limited where you have limited weapons. Yeah. I needed to like uh-uh. floor fourteen. No, thank you. The Lazalfos kept going in the water and healing. I I lost everything. I couldn't do it in regular mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard. In, it's hard in regular mode too. Yeah. So, um, moving on from Breath of the Wild, I have also been playing another old ass game in Pokemon Go. Um, but they're they're doing a good rotation in the raids. I think I did a raid with um, both you and you, Steve, and you, Lucas, yeah. the other night. So that was kind of fun. And I'm sorry I missed the last two raids. I got invited to. I really am. That's okay. Here, That's here right. I complain that I you don't invite me, and then I don't join. Well, raiding in Pokemon <laughs> Go is fun again because of the rotation one, but because like you know I can invite you guys to the raid, and mm-hmm. it it it's kind of hit or miss because sometimes Lucas can't get in when I, he when I invite him, and I can't get in when he invites me, so like that's frustrating. But um, it's still fun to like you know send mm-hmm. out a Discord message and you know see you guys in the raid, see your little avatars. Well, I like mm-hmm. to see what what little hat you got going on these days. I gotta, I gotta change up my look. I've been rocking the same red outfit since they did the Kanto event. God, you gotta put a Magikarp hat on or something, man. I think I claimed my uh, my Pikachu outfit from having Let's Go, and I haven't changed since. <laughs> sure. I've got the uh, ears. But uh, other than that, game-wise, um, yeah, nothing. Um, trying to play the game of life. That's about it. Ugh, that game sucks, dude. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. It does. Justin, what have you been doing? Well, um, yes, as I, as, as I <laughs> alluded to earlier, I did end up breaking down and purchasing Immortals Phoenix Rising while it was on a 50% sale. Um, and so I haven't... What's weird about it is I got it because... You know, everybody says, oh, it's it's a lot like Breath of the Wild, but not quite. And I played the demo of it and got a feel for, like, the movement and exploration and combat, and I liked it. Um, the beginning of the game... Now, granted, I only played, like, a few hours of it, if that. Um, the beginning of the game is very linear. It's very much like, here, go to this place and get this thing. Go to that place and that. Even more linear than, like, the Great Plateau is in Breath of the Wild. Um, it's very much a Ubisoft game where you have to follow all the story beats before you get to the open world. And then it becomes, you know, go anywhere, do anything. So I haven't gotten to the go anywhere, do anything, um, section yet. So my interest in it is, you know, not all that big. But it is fun. It's funny. Um, So it's one of those games where I almost, like, wish... The, The voice acting is so good, but I almost wish that it wasn't voice acted because I would like to play it without the sound on while I'm watching TV, but I feel like I'd miss out because... Basically, you're playing as this character, and Zeus and Prometheus are telling the story of this character, mm-hmm. and they are bickering the entire time. Prometheus is trying to tell the story as it actually happened, or is happening, as it were, 
And Zeus is constantly interjecting with non sequiturs and Zeus is the best. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, somebody compared it to like a sportscaster where where you have one that gives you like all the details and the descriptions, and the other one's color commentary. But it's more like the commentators in Mad World, uh, Mad World, mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's just. It's just complete nonsense most of the time. And they're hilarious. Um, Phoenix, it's weird that Phoenix has dialogue because, you know, I'm so used to the nameless, faceless avatar character that's in a lot of these open world games, including Zelda. I don't like the female voice actor. I don't know about the guy. I didn't play as a guy, but the female voice actor is not good. (laughs) I... Well, what's nice is, I don't know if you can change your character. I think you can change your character after you've created them. Mm-hmm. So you can give the female character the male voice if you want to. Um, I'm playing as female Phoenix. That's the one that was in the demo. That's mm-hmm. the one that was in all like the Box previews art. and everything. Yeah, yeah like, it, sh- it just seems to me like Phoenix should be a girl, That's so I'm playing as her. That's how um, I felt. But, um, yeah, the accent's weird because it's not a greek accent it's like someone trying to do like a greek accent yeah it's not an english accent it's not an american accent it's some weird thing so yeah i'm not but yeah there's a lot of dialogue in it there are a lot of cutscenes in it so it's a little bit different than breath of the wild in that respect but um like it's colorful there's lots of wavy grass and hills Mm -hmm. everywhere Mm -hmm. you've got a glider thing you climb a lot of stuff there's a stamina meter there are puzzles to solve there are shrine like puzzle areas that you have to explore like it's i think it's going to hit that mark just enough to get me through to the next zelda game Mm -hmm. um or whatever the next big thing. And it's nice to know that Ubisoft is finally bringing, or anyone for that matter, is finally bringing an open world game to the Switch. Because, I mean, we did get Skyrim, we did get um, Outer Worlds, and we did get The Witcher 3 by some miracle. But for yeah. the most part, like, this system that it should be perfect for these open world games and launched with one of the biggest open world games ever made has not gotten very many of them. Like, yeah. I, even if they want to port... We've gotten a few ports. We got the Saints Row games. We got um, Red Faction. So, I mean, we get a few of them here and there. And I wouldn't mind, like, ports of old open-world games. But, yeah, I mean, this is scratching that itch right now, and I can't wait to dive more into it. Uh, one thing that I am excited about, I've added Immortals for the Xbox One to my wish list, and I'm waiting for a sale on that because there is cross-save um, compatibility. That's cool. You can, huh. you can nice. upload your save to the Ubisoft Cloud and download it to another version of the game. So I'm cool. assuming, I'm going to do more research before I spend money on it, but I'm assuming that means that if I'm playing you know, in bed or on the couch, I can play on the switch but if i want to play on the big screen i don't have to have the graphically compromised version i might be able to play it on xbox one if i'm wrong somebody please comment and let me know but um so yeah that's pretty much aside from like the standard you know mortal Kombat, animal crossing uh, a little bit of um what's the the clubhouse games on the switch you know those things 
uh, Immortals has really been the, the big one lately. It's funny, y'all are getting into this big multiplayer online game with each other, and me, I'm diving into another single-player exploration game, mm -hmm. so... <laughs> Um, well, Proof that of, I have no friends. Speaking of, I guess, Steve, do you think we can talk about um, everything Monster Hunter in eight minutes so we don't go too far over and we can do question block? Can we, can we you, make that if happen? If Eugene can set a timer, I bet we can make that happen. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you still have your timer? Tell I, you what, Eugene, at, at, eight, at 820, just chime away with one of your, your pre-canned noises. And, you know, I, I, can, I can manage that, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, um, okay. All right, let's, let's go, man. What do you want to say? What do you want to do? Oh, <laughs> wow. So, okay, so you alluded to how many hours have you put in? Like 60. I, I, wanna, <laughs> I want and you guys to talk about day okay. one. I know that you guys did a Monster Hunter podcast, but I just want to know about like first so we, impressions. We hooked up. Oh, okay. We hooked up. It was, it, was kind it. Of a, it was kind of a mess at the beginning because yeah. Steve was running around looking for his amiibo that he pre-ordered. He which was looking for his stop the bet on he was my <laughs> oh, <no>. controller. <laughs> Which he eventually Which I got, managed oh, to buy okay, on Amazon. Yeah, real quick, I've got to give some shout-outs. Remember, we have seven minutes left. I know, I know, I know. So, real quick, um, I was looking for a controller. I went to Target. They didn't get their stuff in. I went to GameStop. They didn't get their stuff in. So, I was I, I was like, okay, I guess I'm not getting it. Well, then I got a message from Slacker that some had gotten gone online at the Nintendo store. I jumped on. I couldn't get it. So, then about an hour later, Lucas and I had finally started hunting. I get a call from EP Knothead. He's like, it's in my cart. Do you want me to push by? And I'm like, where? And he's like, Amazon. <laughs> Amazon has it. I'm like, hang on. So I'm getting on my phone. I'm pushing the buttons. And I hit click. And I got one. It was long here on Monday. Long story short, we played until 4 a.m. my time. Um, I think Literally at the end all of our, day on Friday. At the, end, at the end of our first hour, like we, we had had the game for about 18 hours. We had put about 11 into it. Right. Like it was It was just all yeah, day. It was, we thought it was going to launch at midnight. It didn't. We went to bed. It's intense. It's and all, we started it's, that. It's all intense. I've been doing, dude. This guy, what does he do? He's like, oh, Steve's got a cat. I'm going to get a cat. So he gets a cat. <laughs> he chooses this gathering cat. cat. And I'm like, well, I want one now. So I spent the next four hours. I got two. Yeah, and he's actually got the better combo of things but dude there's there's so much to talk about there's so like like the so game the, has this... the other thing that we need to mention is the open world part that's what i was just gonna say the okay. game has this open world element to it you can jump places you can climb there's things to explore there's it's so much more like like and we mentioned this on the on the other episode that we're gonna do but um it's so much more like living and breathing than than the past games which were just kind of like go from point right. a to point b and and hit something for 50 minutes now it's like <laughs> hop up a mountain and see if you can get a power up that'll help you do this thing you're trying to do and then dive down the mountain and jump onto the monster and it's mm -hmm. oh god well um, and i found this thing where i'm riding around on my dog yeah and i jump off and i activate my demon blades mm -hmm. and by the time i get down on the monster I've like got half a bar of demon energy, and then I just keep wailing on the monster. It's so much fun. Got to get your demon energy, man. Um, I do you have do. a couple of I do have a couple of gripes that I want to talk about because this wouldn't be in Fender oh, Radio. What the hell are you griping about? about I've got oh. a couple of gripes now that I'm sixty hours in. Um, <laughs> I thought, and I could be I could be in the minority here. I thought that the hub or the the village quests were too easy. <laughs> um, mm. 
I was playing yep. the village quest, and I just kind of like, like, even like, I have like a 130 longsword, and I'm like breezing through them in like five minutes. I was thinking, oh god, is this game well, easy? Then I started doing high rank hunts online, and I was like, no, it's still hard. <laughs> well, but remember, you were going into it with online gear. Mm -hmm. That's true, too. Most my people biggest, play it the opposite way we do. My biggest gripe is that even in high rank, you always start out at base camp, you yep. always have a map by default, and you can see where every monster is on the map, and you can see their status, so you immediately know when they're capturable. Um, yeah. I miss going into a map and not knowing where you're going, and finding the monster, and, and navigating your way through, and not knowing where, where he's going to be, and then having to paintball him in order to, to keep track of him, or having a palico like you used to play yeah. as, Steve. So what I've actually been doing to make um, high rank a little more interesting when you I play by myself, the map off, didn't you? I turned the map off in the HUD. <laughs> so now when I play the game, I put on my headphones, and I dive into the world, and it's like I have to hunt an Arzuros, right? Like I'm, I'm hunting the bear monster. So I'm walking around, and I'm jumping on mountains, and I'm looking around. And if I don't see him, I, I, I go to another area, and I look around. I think, okay, where does Arzuros like to spawn? Like the, the water area, the, 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 the area with all the buildings and stuff. So that's where I'll explore. Then I start to like hear like the sound of a large monster. So I'm like tracking the monster through the trees. I'll find like an Jeez. Arzuros piece on the ground, and I, I give chase. And... It's fun, dude. Like dude, it adds. You take this to a whole different level. It adds a whole nother level of like old Clearly. school monster hunter to it. So that's become my new thing. When I play, okay. like when I play with you, when I play with other people, or if I'm doing like an urgent quest or something important, obviously, you know, turn on the map. It's always just a, a pause button away because you can always pull up the map from the pause right. menu. But I like to have it off in the hub now. It makes it a little bit more interesting. That's fair. When the monster so flies kind of, away, it's like, where should I go? Where should I follow, you know? That's kind of how I play Breath of the Wild in, in Master Mode. I put on the, the, whatever they call it, the pro HUD, where oh, you yeah. basically have your hearts, and that's mm -hmm. it. You yeah. don't know what the weather's going to be. You don't know what direction you're facing, necessarily. I actually never played with anything but the pro HUD. In Breath of the Wild. And I prefer it. I, I don't like having all that data. I like things to feel kind of organic and natural. You know? Not me. I'm a data person. That map yeah. that's in that corner, that's my favorite. I'm amazed you don't play with the numbers on to tell you how much damage you're dealing no, with. Oh, you can like even change because... stuff like that? Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so much. Um, I don't like the numbers. It doesn't feel as clean as a regular Monster Hunter game. There, There is this part of me that's afraid that this is going to be the last Monster Hunter that kind of still feels like Monster Hunter. You know, that it's going to... It's going to continue to move to like an easier, less challenging kind of realm. And I really hope I'm wrong because I'm really enjoying the game. I really hope there's a lot more content on the way. I'd love to get G rank as like DLC later on. Oh, you know um, that's coming. But um, but but I don't know, and I, I feel like I feel like a boomer for just you know even even talking like this. But yes. it, it just seems like like the quality of life stuff is great. You know, not having to bring hot drinks, not having to bring cool drinks, not having to use paintballs. You know, it's all fine. But I, we said this on the show too. I miss it to a degree. You know, mm -hmm. it just it added. It, it it's kind of gatekeeping, like we were talking about with the demo. But it added this level of like. You know, okay, I've played this game for like a hundred hours. I know what I'm doing, and I have to bring all this gear mm -hmm. to be ready for the hunt. As opposed to now, like anyone can jump in, and that's great. But you know, there's which a part is, of me that kind of misses the complexity. Which is one reason why I haven't gotten into it mm -hmm. because, you know, people like mm -hmm. the only people I have to play with are people like you guys, and you guys are 
so into it that I don't think I'd be able to enjoy it as a oh, casual. Oh, that's not you true. Need... We could. We, we have, have brought other many gear. people. We have yeah. brought many people in. But um, but no, you do. Uh, at least you did need a lot of handholding to get into the game. I don't think it's as true now. I think you could probably jump yeah. into this one and feel really comfortable and know what you're doing in about five hours, as opposed to mm-hmm. like old school Monster Hunter, where I always used to say. It's like a 60-hour journey to, like, understanding the game. Right. You know? Steve, I'm sorry. I know I ate up most of that timer. No, Um, that's... I really didn't have much else to add. Um, I said pretty much everything I wanted to on the other podcast. Um, But that being said, of the 40 hours I put into it this week, 35 were by Monday when I went back to work on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the other five was me finding that... Dang not me as as soon as work lets out i'm on it until i go to bed um everything i said you know i, yeah. I know i was critical i like to be critical of games you guys right. know that about me i love this game this is a 10 out of 10 it's, game for me. Yeah, don't let yeah. don't let what i've said today influence that go and listen to the other show that we've no, done we're... we talk about this for 47 minutes um yeah. we've but, got but, hundreds of hours left in this game but yeah and no, we're I, we're getting a content update in April. They said mm-hmm. the first part of April. Today's April 1st. Yep. Um, we're getting a content update that's supposed to add at least two monsters and a few. I, I think they're going to the unlock the HR cap at that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm working on grinding out. So Monster Hunter does the free updates uh, for their yeah. DLC too, right? Yeah. Monster Hunter yes. basically does like years of free, that's free really cool. DLC. Which yeah. Is there really is cool. a deluxe edition, which gives you a few extra items. I don't know that it's worth it. Yeah. Just get um, the regular. I picked up a couple of the items because you can get like Zelda ears, you know? So it's like, you know, that's neat. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's it's dealer's choice, really. It's all cosmetic. It's cosmetic, yeah. Um, okay, I am forcing us to, to turn the table on Monster Hunter because we have to talk about the question block. Um, those I'm of sure you you'll listen, talk about it more next week. Yeah, uh, and every and the week, week after for the next that, year. And the week after that. Those of you who listened to the show before know that the question block is the end part of the show. When we answer your questions, you can ask us a question by going to our Infendo Discord channel, which you can find at infendo.com. We have two questions tonight, unless I'm mistaken, and I see both of them in front of me because Steve is a very good boy. Um, Question number one comes from SlackerNoMoney, dollar sign, dollar sign, who asks, what is something, doesn't have to be game-related, that you can't help but throw away money at because you love oh, it. Oh, boy. Eugene, do you have an mm. answer? <laughs> no. Um, um, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, shiny Pokemon is my answer. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I spend far too much money on that stupid Pokemon Go game. I'm scared for what Niantic has in store for Pikmin Go. But, like, when I think about it, I'm spending basically spending money or shiny Pokemon, like that's literally what I'm spending money on. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's like this the thing that I that I you know like it's fun. That's that's what I want to do. Um, I, w- I I wouldn't say I I throw money away at it, but if you've watched my background, you'll know that I have a penchant for um things Trust from keys. Etsy that look neat and <laughs> look like video game things, like swords and shields and stuff. Um, so that's a that's a that's a big part of my life, and and the mobile games occasionally get me. Um, I played Ark Knights for like a month, and they definitely got a couple of bucks from me um, back when I was on that train. So yeah, it's it's easy to get lost when you're playing like a, a game that has like you know pay to pay to advance kind of stuff because it's like right. oh it's just a dollar you know. But then before you know it, you've thrown like ten dollars at it. And, you know. 
So, I still have an amiibo problem. And it's gotten worse. It's bad enough that I buy the figurines still. But now that I found the amiibo cards on Etsy, I now have to have the card and the figure. So, I think my answer has to be amiibo. So, Very I still have an song. amiibo problem. Um, <laughs> I just got... <laughs> I just got in the mail yesterday my Banjo and Kazooie amiibo. Um, nice, nice. I, I, I ordered one off of Amazon and said, "Ooh, I managed to get one. I wonder if I can get another one." So I have two. <laughs> you do that. You get I, things, and then you buy more things because I think you think you could like sell them back for like a I, profit. I just like having the so, unopened, and I'm not normally like that. But for certain things, I want to have that that just un like, opened, when the, when untainted. The, when the NES Mini came out, weren't you the guy who got like two? Didn't uh -huh. you have like uh, one and then like an? Or you had like or two three. unopened or something? I got. Yeah. I did get two because I wanted to hack it. Um. All right. So. Um, I have two Banjo-Kazooie Amiibo. Um, they're probably the last Amiibo I'm going to buy. Oh, well, I also got the Cat Mario and the Cat Peach Amiibo. So, yeah, I'm still, like, if they release new ones that I like, I'll definitely buy them. Yeah. But, obviously, they're not coming out every week like they used to. Thank but, God. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely do still have an Amiibo problem. And the biggest problem is that... I buy them, and I have no use for them other than mm -hmm. sitting on a shelf. Cause <laughs> That's why I stopped buying them, honestly. Because it's like, I like them. I think they're really cool. I have a bunch of them. But, like, I don't really do anything with them, you know? They just so, sit there and look pretty. So, in my office, I have a full set of unopened Shovel Knight Amiibo. So do I. And an, and an unopened copy of the physical version of Shovel Knight. Because I haven't bought enough copies of that game. I don't have that. <laughs> Um, but I do have, I, I have an original Shovel Knight Amiibo, I have a gold Shovel Knight Amiibo still in the package. Which is the same Amiibo. I have, which is why it's still in the package. Um, right. I have the, um, the <laughs> three, three his face right now. <laughs> the three nights, did yeah. I freeze again? No, no you're we're good. just enjoying is, this. <laughs> Lucas is annoyed because you and I have a problem. Okay. It's hard. Uh, it's just hard watching people you love fall into these pits of despair. <laughs> I I think the same could be said for everybody in this room. <laughs> we all have our useless crap that we've spent money and on. And admitting before... that we have a problem is the first step. So, no, so I'm to... not going to heal. Um, so before it was this, it was Blu-rays for me. So you know. Mm. So Slacker, to answer your question, yes, we have things that we waste our money on. Oh, um, and by the way, I just bought a uh, one terabyte <laughs> micro SD card for my good Switch, man. So that's another. God. Hey, yeah. so yes, is on mine's sale halfway full. <laughs> we do all have things that we spend our Eugene, money on. Eugene, mine is halfway full. Noel asks. Feel free to ignore this, but is a hot dog a sandwich? And if not, what defines a sandwich? Guys, I have had debates about this at work. We have um, had debates about this on the show. I'm glad he brought it back. I have passionate feelings about this. Yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. Every major food product is either one of two things. I've said this before. I stand by it. This is, it is my religion. It is a sandwich or a soup. It is a sandwich or a soup. All right, all right. Cereal, cereal, let's cereal rapid fire. Is a soup. Rapid fire, Trap rapid fire. Taco. Sushi. Oh, dear Sushi. God. Sandwich. 
Um, graham crackers. Sandwich. Uh, graham crackers, soup. Teddy Grahams. Soup. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's solid bits made together into a solid. It's a soup. Okay, all right, all right. I'm not following. Croutons. Okay. Sandwich. Okay, you're you're naming ingredients, though, not like actual meals. (laughs) It doesn't have to be a meal, it's food. Lucas, chili verde. Chili verde soup, easy. Waffles. Sandwich. <laughs> I want to debate him, but I cannot come up with a with a logical enough debate either. To, and to this is how he won last time, or dispute his argument. It's just I, a, this is how he won last time. <laughs> I, I I will say that a hot dog is a sandwich. It is. I, I will I will second it is that. Meat it is meat in between, in between two yeah, buns. Yeah, 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 in between two pieces of bread or yeah. one single I mean Ooh. if a wrap can be a sandwich, so can a hot dog. I, anything, I can't... anything that is in between two other things is a sandwich. So no, an Oreo a is a sandwich. It yeah, is. An Oreo is, oh, Oreo is definitely a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is a little But the cream in the middle is a soup. <laughs> everybody watch us on youtube watch us on twitch watch us on both but don't tell them we're on both every thursday night at 9 30 eastern 7 30 mountain Excellent. I will stand here and wait, and Eugene will cut all of this out in the produced show. <laughs> we Should we start love. singing again? I'm I mean. sitting here waiting for Justin to have a conversation with his wife. Gonna be a good one. Gonna be a great one. Gonna be the best one of his life. Oh, <laughs> baby, baby, give it to me, baby. You know I need okay. your loving like summer rain. Did, Ooh, did baby, something. baby. Hey, are we? Are you good? You good? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm here. All okay, right, let's so pretend none of that happened. Eugene set a time. I, for you have I will to gladly that pretend <laughs> that none of that happened because I don't know what any of that was.